Hey, and welcome back to Chris's Podcast. You know, one of these days I'm going to have to think of a catchy name besides Chris's Podcast. It's kind of a little plain. I do like it, but perhaps I will change it. Uh, maybe in the future, I don't know. I'm going to talk today, you know, I was just reminiscing about old things in the past. And uh, I, I remembered a wrestling past story that involved me and a friend of mine. Uh, uh, the uh, local Walmart was supposed to have the junkyard dog come down and sign autographs. So this was, you know, bear in mind, this is the past. This was many, many years ago, probably over 20 years ago. That's a long time. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he, we were excited. Uh, you know, we were still in school, and we were like, all right, Junkyard Dog's going to be at Walmart Saturday. You know, and like, all right, well, we're going to drive down there, and we're going to get to meet him. We're going to meet a real wrestler. I don't think at that point me and my friend Shannon had uh, ever met a real wrestler. I know I, I don't think I had. Uh, maybe he had. Uh, I'm not sure. Not uh Maybe have him on the podcast one day and say, hey, you know, and interview him on that point. Uh, I definitely want to ask him more about the story I'm about to tell now. Um, so we drive down there, you know, we're like, all right, all hype, see the junkyard dog. Uh, and we get there, there's this table set up, there's this uh, big jacked up muscle looking white dude. Uh, he's got. Uh, you know, barely, you know, he has head shaved, uh, you know, because he doesn't have any hair. And, uh, and he was really muscular. And, uh, so he was at a table with photographs of Junkyard Dog on it and a photograph of himself, you know, and he's like, um, he's just standing there. And so we're like, we're like, okay, well, we're going to see, you know, when Junkyard Dog gets here. So, you know, I can't remember if it was me or Shannon that asked him, like, where's Junkyard Dog? And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, brother. Junkyard dog couldn't make it, so they sent me down here, you know. And but uh, you know, so but I could sign autographs and stuff if you want. That's what you want, you, you know. Junkyard dog is like, I can't remember if it was like five or or ten dollars, uh, or or we could get one of him. And I believe his name, if I'm remembering right, was Big Ron Bass, and uh, uh you know, so he asked uh, Shannon. He's like, uh, so so what do you? He's like, so what do you want, brother? What you know? You, so you want an autograph picture of me or you want one of Junkyard Dog? And so uh, Shannon said, you know, I want one of uh, Junkyard Dog. And I was, in my mind, at this point, I was like, what? You know, I was like, why? I was thinking to myself, and I, I guess I should have voiced out loud to Shannon. I said, so why do you want a autograph picture of Junkyard Dog that Ron Bass is going to sign saying, hey, to my good friend Shannon from Junkyard Dog, and it's clearly not Junkyard Dog. I couldn't have sent you away and pretended, you know, because you already knew Junkyard Dog wasn't there. But uh, you know, I wondered, you know, why, you know, it didn't make sense to me at the time. So, and uh, I was also wanting a Junkyard Dog autograph picture, but I couldn't bring myself, uh, you know, because he asked me. He goes, "Okay, buddy, how about you?" And he's like. Uh, I was like, well, I, you know, I want one of you. And he's like, oh, man, that's awesome. You know, his whole face brightened up, you know, because he's like, here's a guy who wants an autograph photo of him. So I paid him for a, uh autograph photo of him. He's like, and he made it out to Big Chris. And I was like, I was like, thanks, man. And I shook his hand. You know, he just seemed really excited, you know. And, uh, and so I, I never really, 
I don't even think I even asked him, Shannon, about this particular story. Like, hey, why did you uh, take a fake autograph of Junkyard Dog over... Uh, granted, I didn't know Ron Giant, Big Ron Bass that well. I think I'd heard of him, but I don't remember if I'd seen a lot of his matches. But he was an actual real guy, and if there was an autograph to be had, I would rather have the person there instead of uh, a uh, another guy sign it for me, you know, for uh, someone else. It just seems sort of ridiculous to me to do that at the time. But, I mean, like I said, we were both Junkyard Dog fans, and I can understand he wanted a photo of Junkyard Dog, and that's what he went there for. So I'm pretty sure that's why Shannon just stuck with a plan and said, hey, I'm going to get a photo of Junkyard Dog. And uh, so at the time, we were still in school, so we had limited funds. So it wasn't like uh, Shannon could have been like, hey, I'll take uh, both. Uh, you know, And I couldn't do both, but I, I could not bring myself to get a junkyard dog autograph photo by Ron Bass. Uh, you know, he was the nicest guy in the world that I, you know, but it's one of those things that, <laughs> you know, I just couldn't do it. I don't know if you can hear my dogs in the background, but they seem to want to bark a lot. So I'm going to take a short break and deal with this dog situation. I'm back from the, you know, the brief little break I just took. Um, the dog situation was, you know, they love to bark every time I start a podcast. Uh, I try to remember to put them outside so they can run around and play while I'm doing a podcast. But there are times that I totally forget. And, of course, then the barking begins because they want to go out and bark and at whatever it is they bark out of there. You know, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary, but, of course... They barked. Um, I was really talking about the, you know, the whole autograph thing with my friend uh, Shannon, you know, and I was just getting to the point that it was like we we were just obsessed with wrestlers, and uh, you know, and it was just kind of shocking that he would just have a another wrestler. Well, not shocking. That's probably too strong a word. But uh, it was, you know, it was just surprising. It's like, okay, you're going to have this guy who's not even <laughs> Junkyard Dog sign it. You know, it was no big deal. We were young. I, I might have done the same, you know. Uh, I was, but I just couldn't do it because the guy was there and he, he was just being a nice guy. And uh, it did, to me, the way I broke it down was even though I wanted a Junkyard Dog photo, I was like, dude, this guy is actually here, so I'm not going to pay Junkyard Dog some money because he didn't bother to come. So I'm going to pay Big Ron Bass because here this guy is, and he's actually here to talk and say things to me. And and, and I appreciated that. But, you know, I don't think, you know, any different. Uh, I don't think he was... I guess I'm trying to defend both sides. i, I got to stop doing things like that because it's crazy. But... um. But, you know, on his point of view, you know, he, you know, he liked Junkyard Dog and that's what he wanted. And, uh, you know, I am going to try to get him on my podcast to ask him, hey, what's up with that? Maybe then uh, we'll get some clarity. But I, I was just kind of confused by that. Um, meeting for me, I don't know how it is uh, if you've ever met a wrestler or you've been to a wrestling event. Uh, but uh, back when I was trying to go to the wrestling events all the time. And, uh, you know, they had a few that would come locally, 
Um, you'd have some stars that were not necessarily the biggest stars at the time, or they were on uh, their way out of the business or just doing independence for whatever reason. Uh, their career had slowed down. Uh, they wanted to be closer to home. You know, so you saw a few big stars pass through occasionally. Uh, but back at the time, WWE and WCW, they, they never came through. Uh, and then, uh, and then one day, they did. It was like, uh-oh. So in Ozark, uh, WCW decided to do an event. And it was a house show. And it was like, oh, man, you know, they advertised Sting. My hero, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, the Macho Man. Too sweet to be sour. And all the other stuff he says. You know, the Tower of Power. Macho Man was my man back in the day. And, uh, you know, he was going to be there. And so we got together, my wife at the time. This was after school, of course. I'm not married in school. It was years after the Junkyard Dog thing. Uh, and uh, my little nephew, Keith, uh, at the time, he was really little at that time, much bigger than me now. He's outgrown me, not fair, but that's how genes work, I guess. And... Uh, so basically, you know, I'm trying to remember who else was there. I know it wasn't just me, my wife and Keith. It might have been my sister, uh, my brother-in-law, Andy. Uh, I cannot remember. I apologize if you're there and I've forgotten you. Uh, the, it's a little foggy. But uh, what I do remember about the event, I don't even, I can't even tell you what's on the card. It was like just the uh, seeing them live. It was like it was. it's unreal. You know they're not, you know they're real people and all that stuff. But it was like... I can't believe I'm seeing, you know, Sting or Macho Man. And it's like, uh, I remember when Sting came by, you know, slapping the fans' hands and, uh, and Keith sticks his hands out. And, uh, I, you know, and Melissa's like, stick your hand out. I was like, I, I can't. Uh, you know, because it's like, a, it's like a, I was terrified to slap hands with Sting. I think, uh, I think Keith got the hand slap. Uh, you'll have to correct me on that, Keith, if you're listening. And uh, let me know if you didn't. Uh, because I, I believe we got you several hand slaps that day. Even from, well, I don't know if you, my hero did, Macho Man looked kind of ticked off. When Macho Man came out there, he looked like he was like, where the heck is Ozark? I was like, you got to be kidding me. I'm in Ozark. I used to be in the big leagues. And uh, and uh, maybe he was just uh, angry uh, yeah, at something, or you know, backstage, or maybe he was selling a character trait at the time. But to, to me, he just his appearance looked like he just didn't want to be there. He's like, oh God, I'm here. And maybe he wasn't making enough money and he was mad about that. And they told him, oh, you're only making this much money. And he walked out there and he's like, oh, I hate this place. But he walked out there and of course, I'm like, oh my God, it's Macho Man. It's like, uh, it would be great just to touch his hand. And then, you know, he didn't really, he touched a few hands, but he did. And you know, as he got closer to us, you know, you, you could reach out and touch him on the back, like go or whatever, pat him on the back. And it's like, I remember just being frozen, not being able to get near him. Like, oh my goodness, this is Macho Man Randy Savage right in front of me. I, you know, it's like, I, I want him to slap my hand, but I don't want to stick my hand out because it's like touching some, it's like reality. And fiction was about to converge into one place in time. And I didn't want it, the area to explode. Touching Macho Man would have been like, okay, now it's real. <laughs> totally real. The world is now going boom. Because 
Macho Man was just uh, really one of my favorite wrestlers of all time because uh, not only does he do just these crazy promos, uh, you know, he had a lot of uh, intensity, and uh, that's something you don't see in a lot of wrestlers all the time. Uh, if you saw an interview with Mach- it, with some wrestler right now, you may just turn, you know, because you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom, get a snack. But when Macho Man came on there, you know, he took off his glasses and had those bright not bright, but uh, I think it's uh, I think it was blue eyes. Forgive me if it's different, but whatever eyes it might have been green pierced at you like some cave man slash madman, and it was like if the way he looked at the camera it was like he was going to kill you, whoever you were. He was talking to. Uh, that's how intense of a look he had, and he was just crazy. He would just ramble on about things, you know, and if you ever get a chance to YouTube some of Macho Man Randy Savage interviews, they were some of the best interviews, uh, you know, because he was just uh, over the top. He was like, you know, he would just say, you know, I'm going to hurt you, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to grind you and insult. Yeah, when I'm done with you, nobody's going to find you. Yeah, you shouldn't have done what you did. And then, you know, he would just do all, he would just, more intense than that. That's pretty much a very poor impression of Macho Man because it was really, really intensity. And um, so just being there live in the building with him, he was just like, oh my goodness, you know, this is great and also frightening for some reason. You know, yeah, it's just para. I was paralyzed. Um, thank goodness my nephew wasn't. You know, because he was. You know, hey, slap my hand, and everybody pretty much slapped his hand because he he was a child, very small. So of course they're gonna. You know, hey, slap your hand. Can't remember if Macho did that. Like I said, he looked like he wasn't the greatest mood that day, but it was just super great to be in the same building as somebody that was great. I mean, his interviews, his matches. I mean, he would just uh, before there was really a hardcore wrestling style. I mean, he was doing. Uh, He wasn't bashing people in the head with chairs and things like that. But, I mean, he was just doing crazy things like diving through the ring ropes to the floor to uh, get somebody he was fighting uh, when he was feuding in a later feud uh, with Crush, you know, because Crush had uh, cost him a match against, uh, I think, Yokozuna, or he had turned on him. I'm a little foggy on that. But uh, he started feuding with Crush because Crush had betrayed him or something and um so he cost uh, macho man the belt so when macho man uh, was wrestling or come out there crush was doing commentary and macho man just randomly just ran and flew across the table and then uh, he hit all the announcers and crush and then it was just like he was enraged he just dove into um the crush and just started whooping on him and and if you ever saw macho miranda savage a match you know he always put that little pop in the match where he is the intensity um the only complaint i used to have about macho man's matches which was part of how he did business in the wrestling business was uh he would come out there all hot and sometimes he would you know beat them down but whenever they got him down he would sell and sell and sell and it was like you would be like oh my god macho man can't get back up because the bad guys of course when macho man was a good guy or a baby face uh would the heels would really do a number on him and it was like he was almost dead and then and it was like my god macho man can't even get up it's like oh no what's going on and and that was just part of the way the business drew you in it's like oh how is he going to recover from this i mean it looks like he's gotten the crap beat out of him and it's like 
Look, Macho Man's down. Oh, no. He is not doing so well. When he got hit in the head with a chair, oh, this guy's going to have his way with him. Yes, he is. Uh, that sounds kind of odd. Sorry if that sounds odd, but it did. Um, but, you know, they would just sell the fact that Macho Man was getting the crap beat out of him. And Macho Man himself, uh, uh, if you wanted to see Macho Man beat the crap out of someone, sometimes he would come out there, hit him a couple of times, and they would, like, low blow him. And then he would be on, he'd be out for, like, a good minute, a minute and a half, two minutes before he did another offensive move. And it was just part of the how he sold his character. I mean, yes, he was tough. He was scary. But uh, one of the things I found frustrating about him sometimes was, you know, that, you know to make you excited for the match or concerned uh, for him or just uh, may draw you in because you wanted to, uh, when's the moment Macho Man's coming back? When is it? Is it now? Is it next? Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, when he did come back and start coming back, it was all the more epic because, uh, you know, but as a lifelong Macho Man fan, uh, you know, it was like, Sometimes it was, you'd be like, all right, Macho Man's going in there, and then boom, they'd knock him down. It's like, oh, no. This match is going to be Macho Man getting the crap beat out of him for a little bit. And and, and it was a lot of times, not all the time. But uh, but it was always for, if you watch any of the wrestling matches, they all had a different style. And they all did that, some to shorter degree, some to longer degree, then staying down, uh but uh, Macho Man was always my favorite because of just pretty much his interview skills and uh, his wrestling ability. I mean, he was really athletic, uh, really knew how to draw you into the match. Uh, from reading books or and just interviews, listening to interviews with people talk about him, uh, he was really meticulous. Um, uh, wrestling, when you're in the ring, uh, you know, they call it sometimes as they have a rough way they do it and they kind of sometimes call moves that they're going to do uh but uh, he would uh, some wrestlers would like to freestyle it a little bit but not him he would write out a six page or ten page draft of a three minute match about how what everything was going to happen how it was going to go down who what who was going to do what move when the move was going to be executed um they they talked about how much thought he poured into every match that he had just to make it just that perfect and and if you watch his matches you can kind of tell especially the big matches like wrestlemania and uh, even some of the smaller ones you can tell that he definitely put almost everything he had into it and uh this uh, podcast was, you know, me reminiscing on old wrestling story, and it kind of carried me through the Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, and I, I really still, Macho Man's right here, Mari, even though he's gone, love you, Macho Man, you know, golly, you know, I could watch interviews on YouTube and matches, classic matches all day long, because Macho Man was just my guy, um, if you're new to wrestling and uh, you kind of bummed out about it, look at some of Macho Man's stuff in the past uh, and the, some of the go back to the past. A lot of it is really good. And uh, um, if you are an aspiring wrestler listening to it, uh, you do yourself justice just to try to emulate or be in a smidget like Macho Man. If you can bring that much intensity to what you're doing, regardless if it's wrestling or anything you do, uh, you would probably do well at that. Uh, this has been a great podcast that I've enjoyed, and uh, I can't wait uh, to upload this one, really, because this is, I think it's just great just talking about Macho Man. I'm going to have to um, 
watch some Macho Man matches after this, most likely. Um, if there and again, if you have any comments or questions or things you'd like me to talk about that have to do with Transformers or or anything uh, that entertainment wise or questions about former podcasts I've done or what I'm going to be doing in the future because I'm still debating about uh, doing some different things in my podcasts, uh, just trying to find a way to, uh, you know, entertain you if you're bored with listening to this or if you're not bored with it, just to keep up with, uh, you know, entertaining you or, you know, keeping you interested in what is going on. So, um, submit that. You could uh, either join the Anchor app and you can leave me voice recordings on the episode about what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, you know, and you don't even have to pay anything to join to do that. Uh, and if you are an anchor, and I do know who you are, or even if I don't, you could contact me and perhaps uh, I could have you on the podcast because uh, then I could just send you a invitation through the podcast to actually join the podcast at the same time and talk and ask you questions or interview you perhaps. Um, but uh, if, if you don't want to do the Anchor, you know, download the Anchor app and, and do it that way, if you know me on Facebook and you have questions or comments, then leave those on when I post the pretty much the uh, podcast. And, uh, you know, and I'll look at what you have to say. Um, one quick note on the end. Uh, I'm not going to put any music on this podcast as a test to see, you know, if maybe I should leave the music off. I mean, uh, do you like the music on? Do you like it off? I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to basically think about it. I may use the music on the next podcast and then try... You know, I got a phone call right in the middle of the ending of my podcast, so I didn't want it to go like, and then or and or me to stop talking in mid sentence, and you go, what happened? So technically, there was a a minor break right there, and that was because of someone calling me, um, and you know. It is what it is. I, w- I don't like chopping up episodes like this, but it happened. I just want to thank you guys. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for checking it out for your first time. Or if you will listen every week, then thank you very much. Uh, you know, I appreciate it. Uh, it's fun. I like doing it. Um, and I'm probably going to continue doing it. It's uh, it's a good way to just, you know, tell things that people probably don't even know or have never heard of. Stories that, uh, you know, they may never have heard before or never would have heard. But And it's also a good way to learn things about wrestling, Transformers, or anything that I'm into because sometimes you'll learn. You're like, what? I did what? Uh, I had a conversation with another guy the other day about wrestling, and he didn't know a secret that the wrestlers did. And I'll just say that and save that for another former pro- – former. <laughs> I must have done that in the future then. Now, I will save that for a future podcast how about that um thank you again for listening and this is chris signing off man